You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits Podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back, everyone. It's so great to have you here. I'm very, very excited to discuss today's topic. It's all about exercise and successful habit creation around that. Now, I have had a love-hate relationship with exercising for most of my life, and I'm never really that focused in on it until the end of my 20s when my drinking uh, at University of Florida got so out of control that one of my friends literally had an intervention for me and was like, dude, we've got to get you into the gym. You've got to figure out a different way to relieve whatever it is that's causing you to think that sitting on the couch and drinking rum all day is a good idea. (laughs) And, you know, from there... It's just, I've had my fluctuations in and around it. And I'll never forget when I first moved to Los Angeles, I joined a nonprofit run organization called the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. And they did this um, run event to raise money and awareness. And my very first time I ever ran a half marathon was on December 6th of 2010. I believe um, it was the it was the day after Tim Tebow lost to the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'll never forget that because it was a very sad day just for that alone. But also the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation was holding their half marathon on December 6th, which was my mom's birthday. And my mom died of Crohn's. So it was very monumental for me to have been a part of that. And I remember moving to L.A. and, when, and, and deciding that exercise was going to become a huge part of my life out here. And then I got that mailer in the mail and it was like, Oh yeah, run a half marathon on December 6th. And I was like, this is it. This is the universe saying, use this as your launching pad into whatever exercise regimen you decide to stick with moving forward. Um, I loved running those half marathons. (laughs) Let's take that back. I love finishing half marathons. The act of running was exhausting and it was often painful. I don't have the best knees or hips. So the the whole two, two and a half hours I was running that half marathon was quite exhausting. But finishing it, man, what an amazing sense of accomplishment. And still to this day, when I finish my workouts at the gym, it's just I know I've accomplished something. You know, on the front of my workout book, it says, I alone decide how my body looks, feels, and functions. I alone decide how my body looks, feels, and functions. I I decide what kind of food I put into it. I decide what kind of physical exertion I'm going to put upon myself. I decide how heavy the weights are going to be, how I'm going to push myself, all of this. I decide, right? Barring an accident happening to you that you have to recover from, you fall off your bike, get hit by a car, something like that, you decide, right? No crazy life insanity happens to you and you just keep, you're able to just keep going through life in the one piece that you're at today, then you, you decide. And even when, if an accident does happen, you decide how you heal. I'm currently suffering with a, a, I I guess they'd call it a frayed meniscus on my right knee. And back when I, right before I ended up getting sober, one of the main reasons I dove 
down into the bottle so deeply at the end of 2016 was because uh, I had a skydiving accident where I landed incorrectly and I microfractured the tibia and fibula. And then on, I, about a week or two later, I tore the meniscus in the PCL playing flag football because I didn't realize I had those microfractures in the leg. And that is possible. And I'm sure you probably know somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I once walked around on a broken foot for a, a month. It's definitely possible. Um, there's some swelling and there's some pain, but you know, it's nothing that you would ever think of unless you'd ever had that kind of injury before. And I had not. And so, uh, doing the rehab on the knee then, especially trying to do that while suffering from, you know, just the binge binges of all binges on alcohol, I learned a lot about myself and I learned how important exercise was to me. Whether I go back to that time that my friends had that intervention with me at UF, um, right around 2004, uh, because I was drinking too much and they said, dude, you got to stop all the way to the Crohn's and colitis running thing. Like exercise has played a huge part in my life of giving me a foundation and stability from which to grow upon. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Cause I think it's extremely important that you see where this could help you. I get a lot of my friends and peers, they talk about how there's not time to work out and there's not time to go to the gym. And I get we all have the same amount of time. It's all about what you're willing to prioritize, right? If you're willing to prioritize working out, then you will find the time for it. Even if it's just a couple bands that you, you know, you use at home to do some biceps and some shoulders. And, you know, even if it's just jumping rope, like there are ways to get yourself physically active for 20, 30 minutes every day, just to make sure that you're, you're getting that blood pumping. You know, I'm not a big cardiovascular guy right now because of this knee injury I'm putting myself, uh, getting myself rehabbed through, but I still get on the little row machine and, you know, to get myself rowing. Um, I can't jump rope anymore, but I, I found ways around the injury so that I can continue to get my cardiovascular work in. And as far as my going to the gym and lifting weights, that's never been a problem. Monday, Wednesday, Friday from one to three. You know, I, I do a lot of life coaching. I do a lot of speaking. And when people try to schedule stuff in within those blocks, when I'm here in Los Angeles, nothing is, a, is allowed to get into the middle of those blocks. Monday, Wednesday, Friday from one to three, that's what I'm doing. Somebody can be like, oh, we can't you work out later? I, yeah, I could do a lot of things later if I chose to. But my energy level is at its best between one and three. And once I get that workout done, the rest of my day is like just smooth sailing. I've been under the weather the last few days, but I still went to the gym on Wednesday and you know today's Friday and I'm still going to be getting that gym time in, even though I'm a little under the weather because I'm not so sick that I can't go in there and lift weights. Now, if I was, I would self-care and we can discuss that later, but nothing's going to get in the way of that if I know I have the strength and the ability to do it. And that's where I want y'all to get to is where you have such a habit structure around the act of exercising that it just, it seems preposterous to you to miss a day. And if you do miss a day, you're able to be okay with that because you know that it's just one day. We've discussed this in the past that, you know, one day does not successfully create a habit nor break a habit. It's, it's stringing many, 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 many days together. So if you miss a Friday, then you pick up that workout on Saturday or you wait till the Monday when it shows back up. It's okay. It's just, it's just one workout. Over the course of your entire lifetime, there'll be so many of them that you won't remember the one that you've missed. And I had to really come to, a, it was funny, I had to come with a harsh reality on this for myself because 
um, New Year's Eve, I missed my chance to go to the gym and I got really down on myself because I really wanted to have a good, strong workout before New Year's Day so that I could finish the year strong. And I was, I rode myself really hard that day, put myself in a bad, bad mood because I missed that workout, you know, and other than remembering how I felt and remembering that story so I could tell it down the line about how not to behave to yourself, I would probably have already forgotten that. But I took it as a learning moment that says, look, if you miss a workout, that's okay. You know, I could still have done some push-ups at home. I could have done some lunges. I could have done something, but no, because I couldn't go to the gym. I beat myself up about that, and I put myself in a horrible mood for the rest of New Year's Eve. And it was just not appropriate. It's not good behavior. So let's start this conversation out by discussing that it's okay if you don't always hit your workouts. Don't beat yourself up over it. If you're trying to lose weight because you're not happy with that aspect of your life and you eat some pancakes or eat some chocolate for one of your meals or you have a day where you just completely go off the rails and you eat whatever it is you want, that's just one day. It's just a day. Now, if you eat Oreos for every single meal for five whole days, now let's discuss that. But more than likely, you just had one meal or one day where you weren't feeling it and you just went back to your old comfort zone eating and that's fine. Let's snap out of it the next day and let's let's right the ship. Just don't be beating yourself up over these these missed opportunities. Just remember, it's just one day of working out that you've missed. It's just one meal. It's not the end of your successful habit creation. When you get it into your mind that you're you have a vision for what you want to look like you have a vision for how you want your body to react. And, and I talk a lot about vision because I think that's what helps people stay on a good habit structure. That's what helps people see that well, how their actions today directly reflected upon the vision that they have for themselves. You know, in my early 40s that I'm at now, I see what it is I want to accomplish with my body and I'm willing to put myself through the effort to get there knowing what it is that I'm picturing. You know, I got a vision board with a couple different versions of, of a strong male body on there. So I'm like, that's that's what I'm getting tuned in. And then that'll be the next step. And that'll be the next step. For the longest time, when I was 230 pounds, I had a picture of Jared Leto on my vision board for the kind of torso I wanted to have because he had a very lean, not very muscular, but just a really lean um, physique. And I was like, that's it. And I, sure enough, when I got down to uh, the weight that I wanted, 163, I went from 233 to 163, I looked at myself in the, in the mirror and I took some pictures and I was like, wow, not only do I have the leanness of Larry Je- Jared Leno and that Leto, Jared, you guys know who I'm talking about. I, not only do I have that leanness and that physique, but it's better. And now let's put on some weight and let's get up to a different version of the physique. So the having of that vision is going to ultimately propel you past those missed meals and those missed days where you could have done better. And it's really important that you guys understand all of this combines to bring you to where you want to be. And you're going to find that I'm going to be sprinkling this vision idea throughout the entire you know, history of this show. And we're going to be talking a lot about the identity of someone that is a healthy person. So let's get, let's get into the keys for a really great exercise habit regimen. Um, one, you need to have, you need to build a workout routine. You either need to buy a book that talks about one. You need to find an, a, a program online that has it all laid out for you. If you just go into the gym 
it, it without knowing why you're there, it, that is that is not going to work. You cannot just wander around from machine to machine, uh, willy nilly, and expect to to get the gains that you want. Uh, within that workout routine, you're going to need to know your sets, your reps, that how much rest in between them, and how many days of the week. That's just integral. Key number two: write everything down. Keep track of it. This is going to be extremely important because it's one: it gives you data so that you can hold yourself accountable, and then you can see your progress, or you can see where maybe you had a bad day because you, you didn't get enough sleep, you didn't eat enough, you didn't rest enough, something, right? But you're writing everything down. And then number three is tracking your nutrition and really knowing what it is that you're putting into your body because that's extremely, extremely important. In fact, you know, 80% of the prosperity you'll see in getting yourself into a healthy world and getting your body into the best shape of your life comes from the nutrition, right? You know, people who work out a ton but don't eat well, they're not going to see the same gains as somebody who eats tremendously well but maybe only half asses it at the gym. That person who's, who's only putting half effort is still doing better because of the nutrition they're eating. Now, I say get them both on, on spot and then you'll be good to go. And that's me. We're going to discuss that. So let's talk about building a, a workout routine. Key number one, you know, I follow a guy called Kino Body, K-I-N-O Body, um, Greg Go Gallagher. I'm a huge fan of his. But before then, looking back in my uh, in LA, as I got to where I am now, you know, I first showed up and I was doing a lot of running. So a lot of my workouts at the gym were just making sure that I was prepared for the damage that running put on me. And uh, I would go and like grab a workout out of men's health or something, but there really wasn't much to it. Um, from there, I, I remember I got into P90X and then I got into Insanity, uh, which was like a workout program that you do at home. Uh, once I got myself into shape there, I went out and found a book called Engineering the Alpha and I followed it. From Engineering the Alpha, I got into CrossFit and did that for about a year or two. Um, I wasn't getting the muscle gains I wanted. I was in great shape, but I wasn't getting the strength gains I wanted. So I moved over to this book called Evolution with uh, the actor Joe Maginello or something. I don't know, Maginello. Um, he's married to that woman who is uh, Sofia Vergara off of, uh, off of Modern Family. And then from Evolution, I found Kino Body, and I've been doing his for quite some time. In the future, I think I'm going to start moving into Athlean X, which is a guy I found on YouTube. I'm a huge fan of his. I just rattle off all those because feel free to go search out any one of them that you like. But the point is, is that they build a workout routine for you. So I know exactly how many sets and reps and exercises that I'm going to be doing when I go to the gym. I know how much rest in between sets. I know how many, how much rest I get between the days I work out. You know, mine's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one to three. It's set in stone. I don't have to worry about that. When I go in, I open it up and I know exactly the workout's going to be doing. I know how many reps and I know how many sets I'm aiming for. And I know exactly how much rest in between those sets. And that takes all the thinking out. It's gone. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Because if you go into the gym and you don't know why you're there and you're like, oh, I'm going to do upper body today. And you just randomly are going around from you know machine to machine or grabbing dumbbells and just sort of picking them up and just doing whatever you're doing without knowing why you're doing it. That's just, there's just not any efficiency in that. When I see people at the gym who, and this, let's, let's just jump right into key number two, write everything down. When I see people at the gym who aren't writing everything down, that 
one, yes, you can probably remember where you were at. You know, if you're if you're going to the gym every single week and you're doing the same workout, even if you haven't written anything down, you and you you're probably habitually will remember. Oh, well, this is what I do for for exercise two, and this is how much weight and how many reps I did last week. Perhaps you can remember that. I don't want my brain having to think about that stuff. I need it out. I got other things I need to be thinking about. So writing everything down allows me to track my progress as well as just not have to worry about what it is I'm trying to do today. Plus, if you get yourself into a program that you've memorized and you just keep doing that week after week, month after month, you will plateau. And then for a lot of us, we need to see that the gains are coming. We need to see the progress. That's what keeps you fired up to want to keep going to the gym. If you stop seeing progress, that'll be a very huge deterrent to continuing with the exercise program, right? So once you buy a workout routine, build one, you can go on YouTube, you can find tons of videos on this stuff and then put them in a notebook and know exactly what you're doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Know what days are rest days. Know why you're doing something. What is the vision you have for your body? You want bigger biceps? Then have a bicep-focused workout. But also keeping in mind that the biceps get worked with a lot of other exercises, you know, doing, um, leaning, uh, like, like bent over back rows is working your biceps, you know, doing pull-ups, working your biceps. There's a lot of exercises that you'll be doing that will be fatiguing the bicep. So then you put the biceps, you put the hammer curls or the, or the dumbbell curls at the end and your, your biceps have already been worked out and now you're fatiguing them. And now you're really able to make those micro tears that get you pumped up. But in order to have a really successful workout routine, you need to know why you're going into the gym and you need to have everything written down. I cannot stress that enough. Tons of people are writing stuff down in the gym. Don't feel weird for doing it. And and in fact, ask yourself, why are other people not? Right? Like you don't just open up a book for school and just start reading it without taking some notes, without making some flashcards, without doing something. Very few people can do that. Maybe you've got one of those memories that can remember every single little thing that you've ever read and seen and done. Congratulations to you. Sean McVay, the head coach for the Los Angeles Rams, the team in the Super Bowl this year, he has one of those memories. I have no doubt that that helps him out stupendously in his regular life. But for the rest of us, you need to have things on paper. So have your workout routine so you know what you're doing when you go into the gym and write down your weights and your reps and the rest and every. Those are the important things. You know, weight, reps, rest. And now key number three is tracking your nutrition. I intermittent fast. I love intermittent fasting. It allows me not to eat breakfast first thing in the morning. Gives my body a chance to to continue building up natural growth hormone in itself. Uh, The moment food hits my belly, now I've started up the digestive machine and now I know I'm going to be hungry in a few more hours. So I just skip breakfast altogether and have my first meal, depending on what I'm doing that day between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. And then I get all my calories I'm allotted for the day into that six or eight hour window I've created for myself. If you want to know more about intermittent fasting, um, I'll do an episode about that in the future. But for now, you can just go ahead and Google it. There's tons of YouTube videos about it. You'll be able to hear what other people have to say. I've been doing it off and on now for about five or six years. Um, Even back when I was drinking, I was doing it. And I found that it really helped me control Uh, my weight gain and my energy level throughout the day. And it's not just enough that you're um, knowing when you're eating, but it's also to me, it's writing it down. 
I use an app called My Fitness Pal. I'm a huge fan of it. I weigh all my food. I have a little bowl that I put on top of the scale, and I weigh my carrots. And I, whenever I go to use coconut oil, I put it in. A, I have this little tablespoon thing. I scoop it out with. Like I weigh and track all my food. And going back to what I was saying before, you don't just open up a book and randomly read and then hope that you've read everything and then go take a test. Like that's not how most people work. So in order for you to know that your nutrition, which is 80% of what, what of the progress you'll see from going to the gym or having a walking, running, some kind of workout regimen, 80% of the results you'll see is coming from your nutrition. How would you not write that down? How will you know if you're getting if you're going above or below the calories you're supposed to be having every single day if you're not keeping track of that? I don't I don't get it. If you've got a system, please jump on Instagram, go to at Jesse Mogul and tell me what your system is because I'm more than happy to listen to another one. I will continue doing it my way, but I love hearing what other people are doing. You know, if you're trying to maintain your calories, I know the way the numbers for a man, it's 15 times your body weight. So if you weigh you know, a uh, hundred pounds, you're, you're allotted 15 um, calories per pound of weight. That'd be 1500 for a day that you, just to maintain your current weight. You know, right now, I think uh, at being 180, all my numbers, I'm 180 and um, 2050, 2,850 calories a day for my maintenance. And so then I know my first meal needs to be six to 800 calories. My second meal, another six to 800 calories. And then my last meal can be the rest of them. Some days I'll, I won't eat until the first time till two. And then I got to try to squeeze in 1800 calories at the last meal. And then that's, it's painful to try to eat that much. So track your nutrition, put it into one of those apps. They can be a little annoying at first, but once you, most people, and I've read some studies on this, eat basically the same 20 to 30 items. So once you've put those 20 to 30 items into your MyFitnessPal app, you're good to go. And you've also got a way of taking a picture of the little um, the little scanner, the little, those, that little barcode. It can take a picture of that and then pull up the information on it. So if you start adding new things into your diet um, or something that you don't randomly eat very often, you can just take a picture of the barcode and then all the nutrition data pops up. And then you can just you know, figure out how many servings you ate. There you go. Nothing goes into my mouth without being, without being put into that app. If I eat seven M&Ms, I put seven M&Ms in there. I want to know how much sugar, I want to know how many carbs. This is important to me because I have a vision for the body I want and I desire, and I'm not going to be able to attain that if I'm just all willy-nilly throwing food into my mouth, hoping that it works out. You wouldn't just all willy-nilly open up and start reading random pages of a book and hope that you're prepared for the test. You would read exactly the chapters that the test was going to be on and be prepared for it in that regard. Your nutrition needs to be the exact same thing. And I've got so much more information about that that we can discuss at a later time. But for now, these are the keys to a successful workout habit creation. Build a workout routine by finding one that you like. It's not hard to find one. Just find one, pay for it. It doesn't matter. Get a hold of a workout routine and know what sets, reps, rest, and days of the week you're working out on. Key number two, write everything down. And key number three is track your nutrition. Also writing everything down, but again, using the app because then you don't have to add up everything. I remember doing this. I remember trying to track my nutrition back in the 90s. It was exhausting because you literally had to write everything down. No, no one's doing that. 
So those are the keys, guys. I really hope that you take on a healthy exercise regimen. When you're in college, your days can be structured uh, really well if you choose them to be or not at all. And once you get on campus, generally, at least at UF and Ball State, they both had gyms for the students. So you're already on campus. You know, take a change of clothes, um, get there specifically just to work out, then go back to your dorm or your house, whatever it is, but get something in order. The freshman 15, it shows up because in high school, we were much more regimented. Again, you know, like I've said before, you wake up, you get to school, bell, 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 day over, and you're probably doing some sort of activity afterwards that's keeping you up and around, right? But as soon as you go to college, all of a sudden, you can eat pizza at 11 p.m. if you want. You can sleep in all day. Like there's just, a, unless you make yourself become active or stay active, there's a lot of opportunity to fall off the wagon on that. So take some of this, do with it as you please. Jump on at Jesse Mogul on Facebook or Instagram. Tell me what you thought about this. Give me some ideas about what you're doing for your exercise and nutrition regimen. I love learning more about what people are actually doing out there. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review on whatever your favorite podcasting app is. Please, uh, Share, share me. Let people know there's some great information coming out here, and I really hope that you are getting the value in this that I have set out for you. Um, that's it for today. Can't wait to hear from you all again next time. As always, the power of positive energy, release and flow. Take care of one another. See you soon. Bye.